Hello, everybody. This is Grip Lock Foundation Disc Golf Weekly Podcast. I'm Zach, and this is Hunter, and we always have issues. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're still coming through the red there, Hunter. I think we're good. Last week, everyone was saying we were really quiet, so I tried to crank us up we a little now? bit more this time. Okay. So I don't know if I should say it again. Should I say it for a third time? No. Never All heard right. you. So we are in a new location. New location for yeah. the, what, third time in a row? Third week? Fourth week fourth in a row. Fourth week in a row. Uh, fourth but this week one, in a row. Okay, well, next week we'll be in a new location again. This is we're gonna because five we'll be at, weeks in a row in we'll a new We'll be location. at Worlds uh, next week. But this is our new permanent location as far as when we're actually in town goes. So all this behind us, this is our in-person vending. So, you know, that's why there's all these discs and stuff like that. This is my office again. I moved back downstairs. So um, if you see us look to the left, it's because we're double-checking um, <laughs> our monitors over there now when it used to be right behind, and I'm double-checking our sound. So uh, let me know if I'm coming through hot, and I'll turn it down. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, so if sweet. you're new, Hunter is going to explain two off the tee real quick, right, Hunter? Yep. All right, so two off the tee It's how we start off every podcast. Uh, basically, I get one question from Reddit. The other comes from the chat boards. So start throwing um, them out there. Yeah, so go ahead and start asking questions away. Um, so this question, I don't remember who it came from cause I don't have my phone with me, but it was on Reddit and the person said, I bought a star Wraith about four months ago. It was really gummy. It felt great. You know, now I just bought another star Wraith hoping to replace the disc and this one's really stiff and just feels kind of like crap. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, is there a disc manufacturer that I don't have to worry about that with? Or is that just something that's common? Um, I think there's two things to play into this four months. You know, there's a possible change of seasons mm-hmm. happening. You know, could have been gummy during the summer, cold during the winter. Yep. That's a possibility. But at the same time, as everyone who's watching this probably knows, disc manufacturers, when they do different runs, plastics tend to turn out differently. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it could have just been this person bought a Wraith four months ago from one run, and then the second time he bought the Wraith and this next run, the plastic just changed. Right. So, so like, go ahead. No, nah, that's basically it. I was just kind of ending my sentence with a so. So I was going to say, just for like a general, you slurp really loud, <laughs> um, for a general like idea. Wow. What am I trying to say? I don't like, know. Kevin Jones, like if you watch his in the bag, he's like, oh yeah, like I use this 2012 run of whatever H1s. So like you can, that is proof that you're pulling out an H1. Pulling out a pro, our pro, because have you thrown an R pro pig? Never mind. No. Um, so you can just, I mean, just from like one person's in the bag, you can tell that like, obviously the 2019 runs aren't the same cause then he would still be throwing them. So he's throwing like 2012 yeah. or 2014 runs. So like p- plastic changes, you know, and as the plastic changes, the disc flight changes. Well, I was about to show right. you with the R pro pig is their new R pro feels completely different. It's like sticky. Yeah. Their I don't know what the other R1 one felt like, but was, I, it was still grippy. It's always been really grippy, but their old R pro is a little gummier. This is a little stiffer, right? but it still has that grip. Um, and to be honest with you, their new pro plastic is like almost star. Yeah. Like it's like a cheap star. So um, it's a little bit weird there. It looks like we've got no other questions coming in. If um, we have no questions, we actually have two shout outs. He's going to give yeah. one and then I'm going to give one that I didn't tell him about yet that I was going to say. Cool. Um, I'm blanking on this and I feel really bad because I was going to shout the person out. Who you forgot now? Phoenix something. Man, I don't uh, know. It's on my it's on my phone, but I can't use my phone. Anyways, um, you can't see, but above me, I have about fifteen discs hanging on the wall above me. And if you ever tried to hang discs on a wall, it's very frustrating because you hang it with a nail, the disc falls off. You hang it with whatever, disc always falls off. And so I'd seen these things on Facebook mm-hmm. where it was like a push pin and mm-hmm. it had like a rubbery substance. 
So I went on Facebook looking for them. Couldn't find them anywhere. Literally, I see posts for them all the time. One time I need it. I can't find it. And, yep. um, but instead I found these. Uh, it's Phoenix something. Um, I feel really bad for forgetting it. But if you go on Facebook and you search, you search for it. These are on Etsy as well. So if you go on Etsy and search like disc golf wall hangers, That's what you, you should from. be able to find it. Yeah, it says Etsy up top. Yeah. Um, but they're basically just 3D printed. They have this curved edge and the nail goes through the middle. And yeah, they actually, they work really, really well. And they were really cheap. I think they were like two or three bucks for a 30 pack. So um, yeah, I've hung like, I wish I would have counted, but like 15 discs so far. And I have more to go on the sides of my wall as well. 13. So, 13 discs so far. And so that means I have, I don't know what the math is, uh, 17 more to hang on the sides of my wall. Yeah. So, all right. So before I do shout this person out, we have someone that said that they're new to the podcast as well as don't really know like kind of what we do. They said, do you guys sell discs from other companies or do you have your own? I haven't checked out the, the website yet. So we sell discs from other companies. We're a retailer, online retailer. We do not currently mold our own discs. Um, that would be awesome if one day we did. Uh, I think the market is very crowded for that. Yeah. But, you know, one day. I mean, we, we talk about it all the time. Imagine if we get this far. But we do um, sell discs from other companies as well as, like, do our own custom stamps. Um, do we have any custom stamps yeah, right here? Yeah, I was looking. We have some in these boxes up here. but They're up top. Um, I don't think we have any easily accessible. We have the Emerson Keith. This is one example. This was our Emerson Keith Tour Series uh, Armadillo. These were a very limited run. Here's um, one uh, A2. It's just this foundation disc golf on it. I literally picked the worst stamp possible. <laughs> but, but that's yeah. we do one of the other ones. Stamps. We have currently on our website the McBee stamps, which we can show the stickers go ahead if and do you our want. third shout out. Yeah. We got stickers. You can grab that one, I'll do this one. Yeah. So this is another one of our stamps. It just says McBeast. I don't know how well you can see it. And this one um, sounds foundation disc golf. These stickers are awesome. They're like a they're really Yeah, they're really good quality. Let me see this one. It feels like at least. Yeah. Can you put yeah. them on anything yet? Yeah, but Put on your laptop. Hold this. <laughs> oh, they can see it. Look, they can see it in the camera. Oh, look there. Right there. Unintentional there branding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we aren't selling them quite uh, yet. Uh, we don't really know what we're going to do with them. <clears throat> other than we're going to put them in, um, we're going to put them in random orders. Yeah. And we're also going to have them, them with us today. at Worlds. So um, we're going to hand some out at Worlds. Um, just like, you know, cheap marketing basically is like what our intention was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, these stickers are awesome. They're like, like I said, they're like a mat, but they're like, they feel really expensive. Yeah. But they, but they're like, they're just like normal stickers. Normal stickers. Yeah. I will um, say they feel thicker than they are. Like when you peel them off, they're a little thinner than yeah. they felt, but they're still good quality. Yeah. So, All right, um, my last glad shout to out get those in finally. Okay. We got, we got a message on Facebook the other day. This was pretty cool. All of a sudden some guy goes, Hey, just watch your ripped revenge game. Um, I'm actually the owner of Rip Revenge, or like the creator, and I would love to send you guys some decks of cards. And I was like, I was like, Hunter, did you just see that message? Like, it was pretty cool for a game that like we we once played with the cards and then lost once, the cards. Yeah, lost cards and then made our own, but like made a video with it for like the owner or the creator to like you know reach out to us because now he's gonna send us some cards. And then we're going to try and do one with Paul. Hopefully. A Rip Revenge one with Paul, hopefully. And then that will 
you know, we'll be able to like maybe shout them out or maybe hold some on our website. I don't know. Yeah, I tried really finding cool. them. So the whole reason that we created our own cards was I tried finding them online and they were sold out like literally everywhere. And I like found a Reddit thread about like where did Ripped Revenge go? I loved that game. Everyone's like, oh, it's they stopped making it. Yeah. So I asked him, I was like, did you stop making them? He's like, no, you can place an order through our site. Yeah. I was like, well, what what the heck happened His to this game? His name is Kevin Cox. Yeah, if you so. want to like maybe look up the website or if you want to reach out to him yeah, I think for it was some. K&A Games, I think was his website. So and I think you should be able to find them there, but I don't know if they're for sale there. I don't know. I think that's just a wholesale site. So hopefully they'll be for sale on our site at some point. Yeah. Because um, I mean, why not? Yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun game. game. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and start getting into Worlds, our predictions for both MPO, FPO, and just things to talk about, courses that they're going to play, and then <laughs> maybe a little bit of our like itinerary, what we plan on doing um, when we leave, and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, what do you want to start with? I guess you want to start with what our yeah. like, travels, and then we'll start talking about the yeah, courses about they play. our travels and our plans, kind of. So we leave Saturday from here at 6-something in the morning to fly out of Roanoke, which is an hour away. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll get up there midday mm -hmm. at some point. We'll probably end up playing around. Sorry, I was chewing on ice. We'll probably well, end up playing We have around. a layover in Atlanta, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah. We'll probably play around later that day, I would imagine, as yeah. well as Sunday and Monday. Um, and then Tuesday is when Worlds actually starts right. so our whole thing while we're going is just media coverage so mm -hmm. we're doing stuff with paul beforehand with practice rounds uh one bigger production hopefully yeah during all four rounds of him playing mm -hmm. um as well as a few uh a few other videos kind of what goes into his mind prepping for a tournament mm -hmm. day of and how he warms up type videos so hopefully yeah. a lot of good behind the scenes but still disc golf related not like uh not quite like McBeast Diaries. Yeah. Or not like what he does off the course, but like mm -hmm. leading up to a tournament, especially Worlds. Yeah. What's what going through? Pull. How does he practice? Like that kind of stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So that's our that's our goal for going on this trip. Um, but we get we'll media also, passes, which we've said yeah. already, but this is cool. We'll also do a vlog. Our vlog from Amworlds kind of fell through because we shot it on two different phones, and then we have to airdrop them to my computer, and then when I airdrop them to my computer, I have to convert them and... There's just a Are lot. Are we not doing that? So, I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a ton of work because yeah. I shot the last video on my phone as a test and I had to, like, bring it in and convert it and stuff like that. So, um, we'll try to shoot the Pro Worlds vlog just on my phone. Okay. And I'm thinking maybe tomorrow I might head out to, like, Best Buy and get, like, a stabilizer. For one of our phones? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that would be a lot better um, for our videos. So, I think that's probably the plan is to shoot the vlog style video, which again, that is hopefully going to be Saturday content, which we keep talking about, but don't do. I know. Uh, we just, both of that's our lives our are crazy, crazy busy currently, but... Dropping the ball. Hopefully, after the world's trip, I know my life slows down. I don't know if yours does. I mean, yeah, I just but, have regular work, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, hopefully after that, we'll be able to start getting a regular schedule because i mean let's face it our schedules sure. haven't been regular for the past like two months we've yeah. been out of town in town yeah starting new jobs starting new different things so yep um yeah hopefully we'll be able to get because that's our goal is to have you know tuesday thursday saturday mm -hmm. you know thursday being our podcast tuesdays being our actual videos and then saturday being bonus content mm -hmm. behind the scenes stuff like that and not to even mention um patreon content which Patreon content, I feel like we've been doing a decent job. Not really as much as creating content, but creating stuff that will provide value. Yeah. Um, and most people are taking care of it. So. Did they fix the store yet? Nope. I have a plywood storefront. 
oh, your store. I was like, what's wrong with our store? No one's told me. He's like, no, yeah. I didn't fix it. Oh, yeah. Why did Lizzie say praise? Because <clears throat> our, our schedule is going to be back to normal. Oh. My wife's happy because she doesn't like when I leave her. This um, is true. Yeah, so, my, my wife, instead of being home all week because she was going to be <laughs> home all week and also off from work because like, it just happened to be that she had off work the same week. Um, actually, never mind. I'm not allowed to say that because I don't know if they're watching. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Just cut so it short. She has there. a week off. Shut yeah, up, she got a week off. Um, which shout out to my entire family that's at my apartment right now. They're passing through. They're going to Florida. Sick. Um, so that's what we'll do at Worlds <laughs> after <laughs> many rabbit. Jeez, <coughs> my voice is slowly yeah. going away. Mm-hmm. I had a meeting today. I started like I started this podcast normal, and by the end of it, my voice was gone. I like trying to talk and cut it. I just have a bunch of like congestion stuff going on. So I don't think I'm sick. sick, I think it's allergies. Let's say, because could you imagine if we got, well, first of all, if you get sick and I'm about to be in a hotel room with you for the next week straight. Well, we've I've been like this for like four or five days, but I have, I've had like my energy's fine. I don't feel sick. It's just, it's just like congestion and stuff. I think it's allergies because I've been outside. So there you go. Hannah said. I was right, so I shouldn't. I, I almost, I almost said it, but I caught myself. All right, let's get into the courses that they're going to play. So, I'm excited to play any one of these courses. I don't care what I play. We're I'm probably going to play. Well, we'll get to play both. Hope but so. if we can only pick one, we'll play Northwood Gold because so we got, I want to play that. So we got Eureka Temp Course and Northwood Gold, and then Sunset Hills. Yeah, those. Well, Northwood Blue, but it's the same course. Right. Um. Same, so wait, same course as what? Northwood Gold and Blue are the same course, just different tees. Oh, okay, okay. So the women play blue, men play gold. Um, oh, wait. Women, men don't play Sunset Hills. No, just women. Ah, I was reading the wrong thing. <laughs> so the Eureka Temp course is what they use for Ledgestone. So right. um, a lot of people, you know, Ledgestone and Worlds are at the same place, same TD. A lot of people are like, oh, well, Paul won Ledgestone. Paul's going to win Worlds. Right. Not saying that's not going to happen. We'll get into our predictions later. But we'll also talk somewhat about why Ledgestone isn't the best telltale of what worlds is going to be but that's because of northwood gold so i looked at their like course guide you can find it online i believe it's pdga worlds or something.com mm-hmm. if you search 2019 pdga pro worlds you can find a website if you go to it you can find like the course guide mm-hmm. and it has all the pars all the um distances and stuff like that you log your dinner hunter <laughs> i know <laughs> uh and it looked like to me it was either a par sixty four or sixty five. One of the holes said three slash four. Okay. So I don't know which one they're doing it, but either way, it's a beast of a course. Right. Um, we've already seen Paul post back at Ledgestone. I think he went and walked Northwood Gold and mm-hmm. said hole twelve is the best hole in disc golf. It was yeah. like a what thousand some foot par five in the woods. Yep. Um, and so, if you watch Brian Earhart's uh, Johnny Disc Golf interview mm-hmm. after Ledgestone, yeah, uh, he asked him about the world's, you know, what's it going to look like? And he said, world's is won and lost on Northwood gold. Right. Basically, Eureka Temp is there to keep you in the mix. And if you're within a few strokes when you go into Northwood gold, then you're in the mix. Yeah. Um, and Northwood gold's where the separation's going to happen. So I'm stoked. Um, Who's best in the woods? Yeah, that's what it's going to come down to. So to For me... both men and women. Which we'll get into predictions later. We'll, we'll yeah. talk about that in a minute because I was yep. about to get into a bunch of predictions. So women, however, will play Northwood blue... And then Sunset Hills, which, if I'm not mistaken, is the golf course hybrid. Okay. Um, that's where the players party and all of that, or the Fly Mart, excuse me, and all that's happening. Excited so. for that, which we just talked about before. I've never been to the Fly Mart, 
Stop <laughs> coughing. I can't help Other it. Other than like the fly mart that we were Bended at. Out. And I, I mean, I really didn't get to walk around. Um, I went to the bathroom and then walked back to DGA and said, I'll be back to get that sale. Never got it. And then came Hopefully back to there. Maybe they'll be at the Hopefully, because I lost the sale the other day at, there you go. at Fallen Creek. So, yeah. Uh, sorry. I just... I, my, this is his... He's never been goes, to <laughs> Pro Worlds. Wow. That was probably loud at them. Yeah, probably, but he's sorry. never been to Pro Worlds. So, I'm stoked as a person who's been to multiple Pro Worlds yeah. for you to experience because... I mean, it's just awesome. Yeah. You know, you've been to USDGC, and that's cool, but Pro Worlds is cool because of all the companies involved. Yeah. And yes, this is going to be a mainly Discraft tournament because of Nate Heinold and all of his ties to Discraft, but all the companies will still be involved. Ooh, so just gotta chill. the Fly Mart will have, you know, probably Infinite Disc will be there. Innova, um, I'm sure Brainwave will be there. Players will have their setups. Mm-hmm. You know, when I went last time, Eric and Oh, Tina, Brainwave. Yeah, hopefully. Wait, well, we should bring our discs. Oh, they're, they're up at the store. I put uh, them in the online inventory. Um, but we can take them off the online inventory. And go get People them? don't buy them. Oh, I guess you don't have to go up there tomorrow, do you? Uh, we'll figure it out. But we'll if Brainwave is there, then we'll, we'll, we'll get something to Um So, yeah. Then So how they'll play is men will play three times on Eureka Temp. So that'll be Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, mm-hmm. they'll play Eureka Temp, and then they'll play Northwood Gold on Wednesday and Friday. Um, and then the women, I think they don't reverse that because um, they play North. I think they play. Gosh, I wish I had it pulled up. I'm pretty sure they play the schedule. Yeah, Here, I'm pretty sure they play quick. Northwood Blue back to back days and Sunset Hills back to back days. I have it right here. Oh wow! When does it start? Tuesday. Okay, Tuesday. Oh my gosh! It just says first round. Uh, we'll go to the uh, scroll up and go to hit that button, and then players course course schedule. There you go. So they go Northwood Sunset, Northwood Sunset Sunset. That's what it is. So they start on Northwood. That's why they play Sunset back to back. So the women go Northwood Sunset, Northwood Sunset Sunset, because um, it is a five round tournament. I don't know if there's a cut in the women's field. There is a cut in the men's field. So the men's field will be cut to, I'm sure there's believe it's 45%. Um, I would imagine there's a cut. I would assume so. One thing that is interesting to me is every Worlds I've went to, you know, they've been playing the same premier course for men and women. So at the end, at least I think this is true, because I've never watched the women actually finish their Worlds, because I'm always with Paul leading up to his round. But I, I'm interested... They might have done this at Georgia, but I'm interested with them being on different courses the final day. Oh. If they're scheduling it to where you can go watch the women's finals, final round, and still make it to the men's finals. I would assume so, because they don't want people divided. No, I was going to say, because then, you know, if it's Paul or Ricky or someone pulls way ahead yeah. and it's not a match, then people might be like, oh, well, there's a battle between Paige and Katrina. I'm going right. to go watch them. Or if both are close, then people are going to pick right. the Paul Ricky or Paul Kevin, Kevin Ricky, whatever battle going on. Ooh, were those your predictions? That. Those are some of my predictions, yeah. <laughs> to, to go watch that over the women. And either way, you're splitting the crowd. Right. So that's not what you would want. So I'd hope that they scheduled it somehow. Because the, the first Worlds, the only Worlds I ever watched the women play was Pittsburgh. It was mm-hmm. the final nine. And the final nine women's ended. And then you had about 30 minutes. And then the men started. So it was great. You'd watched had 30 minutes, walk around the fly mart, then watch the men. And so hopefully it's planned and scheduled accordingly that, so that you don't have to miss that. But Let me answer these questions real quick. Yeah. Sorry if I missed it. I know you guys are going to be busy, <sighs> but will you be filming your rounds at Worlds, at the Worlds courses? 
Probably not because Probably we're going to be filming planned. Paul. Yeah, we have too many videos planned. Yeah, we have to make sure we get Paul playing. Yeah, I'm on, I mean... Yeah, I mean, some of the rounds I probably won't even bring my bag. Yeah, just to make sure we got to make sure we get the best content that we can get. Yeah, that if, if we don't shoot videos yeah. of Paul, the trip's not really worth it. So, yeah. um, and then can you explain wide rail driving? You know yeah, what that is? yeah. I mean, that's a random question, but yeah. So basically, um, frick, uh, pull through. Typically, you're here and your arms back, and then as you come through, you know, it kind of comes in. Wide rail, you more reach out, and then you bring it into yourself. Um, reasons for this, a lot of people who are a little bit shorter or stuff like <laughs> that, i.e. like uh, Paul does it. But, you know, if you're learning to drive, if you're only throwing like, which this has nothing to do with our topic, but if you're only throwing, you know, like 350 to 400, don't wide rail. You know, don't worry about that yet. Because that's, if you can't reach straight back and throw 450 or Plus, then wide rail isn't going to do much for you, but it's something. Um, if you oh, want, Garrett to... Gerthy does that, doesn't he? Yeah, a lot of players do. Okay. A lot of he reaches like way out there. Yeah. Um, one great example, great great example of a really smooth wide rail thrower is Barry Schultz. Okay. He doesn't throw super far, but if you just are like you have no idea what wide rail is, Ooh, just look sorry, up uh, look up Barry Schultz playing. Basically, you can find tons of videos of him in North Carolina. He reaches out, pulls it into his chest, and it's super smooth. But like I said, it's more of a short person's way to get a little bit more snap, but you're bringing the disc offline. And so if you don't have your actual drive down yet, it's not a good idea to throw that wrench in because it, it does require a little bit more practice and a little bit more um, touch. I don't know where you got this from. So. Um, you know, honestly, neither do I. So there it goes. Where the heck did I get that? I don't either. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, um, when is the next instructional video coming out? Well, we just Hunter did one the other day. Yeah, we we want to release four hands next. Um, is our next plan, but we don't really have a date on that. So let's get back to worlds. We'll answer some more questions at the end of all of this. I'm bugging out that I can't find that box. I think we had it in the wrong box to begin with. Okay. Say <laughs> I'm bugging out right now. Yeah. Um. So. Worlds. Yeah, I, I already kind of mentioned this, but several players have said Worlds is going to be won at Northwoods Gold, and I agree. Yeah. Um, looking at it, you know, par 64, mainly wooded. Um, it, Eureka Temp is just stay in bounds and shoot low. You know, that's what we've seen at Ledgestone. So Ledgestone, as I also said, isn't the best predictor, but I think we should look at it anyways because it, it is the same location, last few years. you know. Um, so you have those stats. So who's yep. the winners? In so the last three winners of Ledgestone, again, remember they're playing – a little bit different courses, but Paul won last this year over Rick by five strokes, then Nate Sexton over Chris by two strokes, and then Anthon by ten over Paul three yeah, years that ago. Was, that was Anthon's, Anthon like, by 10 over that Paul. was when he just got back to playing. Yeah. That was, like, one of his first tournaments traveling to play. Yeah. Um, and that's the legend I was at, so I remember that. Oh, okay. Uh, but, yeah, we haven't, I mean, like I said, I don't really know how much of a tail... This, wow. Like how much this is going to show for Worlds. Only stat I really see is Paul has been in the top two twice with the one win, one second place. Yeah. The year Nate Sexton won last year, Paul was in like 13th, Yeah, I think. Ricky's only been in the top two once and that was in second, losing to Paul this year. Mm-hmm. Now it is this year, so right. it's a good sign. But like I said, basically, if you look at Ledgestone, all you're trying to look at is like the top four or five players over the past 
geez, I'm sorry, guys. Over the past several years, because cringe. If you're within the, if with, you're within contention on Eureka Temp, then Northwood Gold is where it's going to uh, going to be decided. And as far as I know, there's no tournaments that have happened at Northwood Gold as far as like big tournaments go. Mm-hmm. I think this is a course that was mainly put in um, and tweaked just for Pro Worlds. So there's not really a tell, like, I don't know what's going to be good out there. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. There, you know, with par being 64, obviously there's a lot that can be got out there, you know, because whenever you see a par four or par five, more than likely the pros can birdie it. So you would think, you know, 10 to 12 under is possible, but yeah. that's just based on par. Looking right. at the course itself, I would be very surprised at like a 12 under. Yeah. I would think that'd be insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, have you, have you looked much at Northwood Gold? I, there's no videos that I know of. I think, is it, like you said, is it like just tooled for this? I think, yeah, I think there's videos of Northwood Park, but I think that they cut new fairways and new tees and stuff like that just for this. So I've only seen the course map. I'm okay. so excited to play that course though. Because mm-hmm. um, Eureka Temp, yeah, I, 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 li- I like it as a tournament course. I enjoyed playing it because it challenges the pros, but it, I'm, not, I'm not a pro. I'm not, well, I'm, is it just like I'm wide open? Or like, it's what wide it? open, just tons of OB. Okay. Tons and tons of OB. So, like, the first hole, if you don't throw 400 feet, it's tough. Like, when we play it, you'll probably throw, like, a dump sidearm to get, just make sure you're safe over water. You know, I have to throw an Annie hard to let it flat. Oh, that sucks. Because you can't throw forehand. pure water. Damn. Yeah. But even, but you throw pure forehand, then you're risking your hydrants out. Or, yeah, and yeah. it's always windy. Damn. So, it's made to test the top players in the world. So, that's why I like it. But that's also why I, I don't like it because I'm kind I'm of not, excited I'm not to lose discs now. Oh, you will lose discs. Make sure you bring discs that you're not a huge fan of. But and yeah, we I think we got enough to replace my stuff. <laughs> yeah, we'll find we'll find you we'll something. We'll find something. Um, I don't think I had too many notes about the women on these courses because to be honest with you, I don't know a ton about these courses. Right, exactly. We don't um, know a lot about I it. I feel like Sunset Hills is what they played at Ledgestone. Is it? Um, but I'm not a hundred percent certain. I can find that real quick if you. Yeah, I don't guys know. Guys, give me one second. Well, I'll just I'll stall. I don't know if they played Eureka Temp is what I was about to say. I don't think the women ever did because I think the men's field at Ledgestone is so big that they just have tea times for them. But I'm gonna I yawn again. Wrong. He I, yawns. I cough. I didn't have coffee. Oh, I almost made coffee, but I decided not to. Um, while he looks that up, I'm gonna talk a little bit about some predictions, and that'll kind of take <laughs> us into the second half of our show um, because there's Wait. a lot more statistic about predictions than there was about the courses before we so. do that um you might be wondering why i'm not wearing a foundation shirt random shout out to the jets because i'm a jets fan I'm from new york and they're playing right now and i don't know the score i know it's, it's just preseason but if anyone wants to give me the score and let me know in the comments that'd be nice <laughs> okay so this year as for the women yeah Ledgestone? women at ledgestone page one then katrina then jen yeah jennifer allen and then Haley king they played Sunset, sunset. They might have played only sunset. Sunset. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the same as the men. And she won by two strokes over Katrina Allen and then over Lisa Fakus by, geez, 20-something. So, yeah, I'm going to no, say it's the same type of a situation between women and men. You know, okay, another random side note. My phone creeps me the crap out because the volume goes up and down and it just clicked. I move my arms a lot, and I'm wearing watch. my watch, and I change my volume on my phone. And I've literally thought my phone was possessed for so long. I was wondering what happened. Anyways, but I think it's the same. The women isn't really a telltale. Or right. I, don't, I don't know why I keep saying telltale. The women, it's not Straight really like a today. sign of... 
Who's going to win? Who's going to win? Because I would imagine Sunset Hills, I've played that. It's wide open. Man, son, you um, are hitting the top of that red bar. Am I? I'll bring it down some. No one's told us we're peaking. No, I know. Um, <laughs> so I would imagine that it's the same thing. It's like it's going to uh, be so decided weird. at Northwood. Um, it's yeah. Basically, I think that they're both going to be decided at Northwood, and the finals is probably just going to be uh, whatever. You know, just play it out. Someone will probably yeah. be up by a lot. So Jets down 7-6, but Le'Veon Bell's not playing, so... He's not playing the whole preseason. I know you don't know anything about football, but Mm-mm. basketball is my thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. I can't talk about basketball. I'm gonna do my predictions, which I have written down, uh, and then I'm interested mind. to see your your predictions. So for the MPO side, we're gonna predict the top three. Yep. If you're ready for that, I know mine. Okay, we're doing good. them in order. Yes, we're gonna put numbers with them. We're not just doing top three. So my number one, Paul Macbeth, coming in second. This is my kind of wild card, but I'm putting him at second is Kevin Jones, and not then coming in third, I have Ricky Wysocki. What about you for the MPO? Okay, so we're going number one with Paul. Um, not just because we know Paul, but I think this year's his year again. Um, I was just thinking about this before. Who throws like well in the woods? Like I was trying to think like who's got touchy shots? Who best? You know who could throw the putter the best? Like not layup um, placement shots. I'm gonna go Conrad. Okay, I mean that's that's a fair one. And then. I was going to say Eagle, but I'm thinking about the Woods, and I was going to go Ricky, but I'm like, eh, he's not that playing that great this year. And then I'm like lost for words on who's going to come in third. Um, I, I guess I'll just say Eagle because I was going to say Eagle before. Okay. Um, so I'll go, I'll go Paul, Conrad, Eagle. So the one that I almost put in there in place of Kevin Jones, and I kept thinking of them back and forth, was Chris Dickerson. Oh, right. Simply because that dude is filthy in the woods. Yeah, that's true. I think what might hurt him, though, and why I picked Kevin Jones is Eureka Temp. Right. Because a player like Chris, who is so technical um, and can get hot in the woods, we've also seen him struggle some in open courses, and Kevin Jones isn't going to have that problem. Right, so, which is another good reason why my pick of Conrad works, because he, you know, he could throw that putter like it's nothing, and then he bombs. Yeah, he so, does. That, I don't know. That could work yeah, no, out. It, Conrad's definitely playing good. I think I, I'm. I mean, those picks. I don't think those picks are anything to be laughed at. Now, Kevin Jones, I understand, is a wild card. He hasn't yeah. been playing. He's been playing better as the years gone on. Um, but we've seen him in majors, i.e., USDGC, put on a show and prove that he's a clutch player. Right. Prove that he has now maybe not clutch to win, but that he's clutch in big moments. We've seen him hit some putts that you're like, okay, if he misses this, he's done. And then he right. just nails it dead center. You're like, okay, he's still in this. Yeah. Um, so now that he is more in the spotlight and he's had time on tour, I feel like it's about time that he shows up at a Worlds. Mm-hmm. And so I picked him here because I also think his distance is going to help him. He yeah. throws a country mile. And so plus he's getting really used to those MX3s and stuff like that that seem to be going straight for him. I don't know what everyone else's experience with them, but for him they seem to be going really straight. And so I think that's going to help him in the woods. Um, Paul, a big reason that I'm picking him, a, he's playing some of the best golf he's ever played. Mm-hmm. B, we're talking about a decision, uh, worlds that we think is going to be decided on a wooded course. And regardless of what people say, I think hands down the best straight and woods player is Paul Macbeth. Mm-hmm. Now, people always will argue it because he doesn't play in the woods a lot because he's on tour. But like, if you watch a lot of his shots that are like mind-boggling, it used to be with the Nova. Now he has his Lunas, you know, and his Roaches. 
um, but also his T-Bird threes, which are now <laughs> like, uh, what does he throw for a T-Bird three? Who? Paul. Onyx? No. No, too stable. Vulture. Vulture's in his bag, right? Yeah. His Vulture's in his Undertaker's. Um, but those just crazy straight on a rope shots where he can be way out and just scramble and get up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand the arguments for MJ, Chris Dickerson, people like that. Yeah. But that's because they only shine in the woods. And I also think now Paul's got like his Nova back. He's got his Luna that's that he says saying. he yeah. loves. Yeah. He loves more. He, he says he likes more than the Nova. Well, so. we've never seen him throw a Nova 450 feet. Right. And we've seen him throw a Luna 450 feet on a road. That's straight. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I feel like this is his year. Um, some other statistics to throw at you. Paul has not finished outside the top two at Worlds since 2012. Mm-hmm. He went first, 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 first to 2015, and then second, second, second yeah. to 2018. Yep. Um, Ricky has won two of the three that Paul came in second, on, and he was second to Paul at 2014 and 2012 Worlds. Um, so Ricky's always up there, but I mean, Paul's just been on fire this year with this craft. And I mean, I haven't watched some of the recent tournaments, but Ricky all year has seemed to be slightly off from the player we're used to. I agree. Um, I, w- I mean, I said that like two tournaments in when we were talking about like our predictions for the year, like yeah. he just did not seem like Ricky. It was weird. It was well, weird originally, originally I was thinking it was the pig because the pig versus the harp, the pig's a lot more stable, but the more we've watched him, I think it's, a big thing is the transition to the Casey Pro AVRs. Yeah, that's true. Versus his daggers. You know, he used to play with Casey Pros. At the beginning of the year, we said he's going to be on fire because it's like coming back home. But if you look at his putting form when he used to putt with Casey Pros, it's a lot different than now. So yeah. I think he adjusted his putting form for daggers, and now he's back to Casey Pros trying to use the same putting form. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's still a filthy putter. But he's just not the putter we saw. Right. And Paul is basically the putter we knew in 2015 when he was the most dominant player, period. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, we, you have anything else to say on the men's side? I was just going to read the comment. Oh, go for it. Uh, Lizzie says her money is on Lance Brown, hands <laughs> Is Lance playing? I would guess so. I would guess he is. Now, he Lance, okay. Lance did do well at the Pro Tour, the last one, which one was that? Idlewild? He came in like 14th, 15th. Um, and then, Ooh, you know, sorry, he came out to our tournament and he, he cashed. Um, so Lance has been doing decent recently, but I mean, he's not going to win. He, he, my, I, my goal for Lance is make the cut, me in the top half of the cut. Yeah. You know, 25th to 30 range. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a good finish for Lance. And the Medhead says that Seppo has been preparing hard for Worlds, King of the Woods. Yeah, I don't think so. Seppo Seppo's a great player, and I expect him to be in the top fifteen. Yeah, that top fifteen. I would be surprised right. if he broke the top five, to be honest. Yeah, um, and then you honestly, he can go out there and play those courses for the next, you know, month straight, and he's still not going to be prepared for, you know, Paul. Yeah, I think the <laughs> Paul question beat him. Or, the like, question just, of the year is not going to happen. Will Barsby repeat? Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Can you Not imagine? A chance. No. But also, like, I feel like Worlds, all of a sudden, someone that, like, we haven't heard of pops up. Well, not really, because Paul's, like, been one or two the past, yeah. whatever, six years. But no, like, I know what you mean. There's always someone. Barsby. Like, last year when he came up, I was like, Greg Barsby. I'm like, who is this guy? Yeah. Well, I mean, Barsby's been on the scene for a long time. but I, Yeah, but just to, just like, not... all of a sudden for him to win Worlds, <laughs> yeah. it was weird. We always do at Worlds, there's always someone who pops up on lead card that 
is an up and comer. It seems like um, right, exactly. We've seen, I believe, like two years ago, Adam Hams popped up. Um, we've seen. I'm trying to think of some other players. There's always there's always like three players. That you're like that makes sense, and then there's someone yeah. who's like, oh wow, good yeah. for them. Like that's impressive. Normally it's during round two or three. Yeah. In round four, it's back to like the four guys who you expected. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm I don't excited. Know, that's always exciting. <laughs> I'm definitely uh, excited. Worlds Worlds brings out a different level of golf. I think it's just. I don't know. It's the play. It's the tournament everyone thinks about all year, and now it's here, and we'll see who's ready for it. I think. I think Paul is by far the number one pick, but at the same time, you know, anyone can be you, number one. Right? You're basically. I think you're gonna have to average like ten sixty to ten seventy yeah. to, to win this over I five do. rounds. So that's gonna be it's tough for anybody. insane to do. So, <laughs> um, Keith Allen says Matteo has four top five finishes. That's fine. Awesome. Yeah, I still don't think Matty O can do it either. Yeah, Matty O, he was on lead card last year. Yep, um, he was. I remember that. I've never been a big Matty O <sighs> fan, and the you whole know, reason is how he carries himself and presents himself. Not like carries himself as in talking to people, but just like the way he lines up, the headbands. I think he played the world's final nine in sweatpants yep. last year, or finals in sweatpants. Like, it's the same with Nico. Like, yep. Nico's attitude, I don't care. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. But carry yourself as a professional like you're we're trying to carry the sport into the next yeah like segment there's no room for leopard print t-shirts this this is nico not maddie but leopard print t-shirts and sweatpants or for maddie bright green and sweatpants that's just what that's just what i've always had a not a disliking but just like a I don't you're know. put off by him yeah i'm just like really like this isn't what we need right now yeah um let's jump over to the fpo side I'll read my predictions first, which I guarantee you are different than Zach's because we always we always flip flop these. Um, I have winning this year uh, her fifth Worlds, Paige Pierce, because because of a conspiracy theory. Let's hear it. She has won 11, 13, 15, and 17 Worlds. <laughs> Wait, can I just read that, please? Yeah. Trevor Hill says, Matty O seems like some stoner got loose and made lead card, LOL. Kind of true. I mean, it's, <laughs> okay. a, it's a valid point. Go ahead, go. Okay, but yeah, Paige has won 2011, 2013, 2015, 2017 Worlds. Mm-hmm. This is 2019 Worlds. Mm-hmm. She it's will keep it up to make it every uh, every other odd year since 2011. <laughs> yeah. Um, but on a more realistic note, she's just been playing great. She's been doing good. Yeah. Coming up. She, you know, had a roller coaster year so far, a lot of ups and downs. Started but low in the beginning. When it gets to Worlds, again, there's just certain players you expect to show up, and Paige is one of them. Um, obviously my number two, you know, person I have coming in second is Katrina Allen. The, she came out on fire this year and has only been slowed up because Paige has come onto the scene, you know, back in her original self. <laughs> come onto um, the scene. We have, I think Paige is rated 973 and Katrina's 970. I might have oh, them wow. flipped as to who's which, but they're, they're both 970 rated. Mm-hmm. So basically when they're playing around, there should be 0.3 strokes separating them. Um, like that's how close they are. And then in third place, Third place on the FPO side, I feel like is always a toss up because you never know who's going to show up. That's why I had my pick, and you were like, "Really?" Well, that person, like, is that going to be your actual pick? So yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to spoil it then, but that makes zero sense to me. But I picked Evelina Salonen. Um, the other person that I almost put there was uh, Kristen Tatar, I believe is her name. Um, Tatar. Tatar. But you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see Jennifer Allen or Sarah Hokum slide into that third place spot um i feel like the women's side's always a little bit of a little bit of a toss-up even even with the winner like Paige bierkus last year was a big surprise and yeah i mean we don't really know because 
It was just the women can get hot fast. You know, if Sarah Hokum's putts on one tournament, she could be the best player in the world. And the next tournament we see like what we saw at Waco where she's airballing eight footers and lets Paige come back from 15 strokes or whatever it was. So that's why I picked Evelina Solonen for my third place. She seems like a really sh- like solid young player. She's young too. She's made lead card in America before. She's played she's in America good. several times before. She bumps. I think she's ready for these courses. I'm going to pick her third. Okay. What, what's your three? So my third one, I'll just say, no, I'll say that third, whatever, that's fine. Save it for third. Yeah. But I, I have like why I think. Okay. Um, so obviously my first one and two is going to be Paige and Katrina. Which um, order though? I know, I know. You see, like I, in the beginning of the year, I'm like dead set on Katrina, Katrina, Katrina. Cause she was like this, but now all of a sudden it's just like this. It's like this. And she's like, really slowly starting to go down because Paige started here. Wait, did I do that right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And Paige is here and she's just still going like she's not stopping. Oh, this sucks. Paige, 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 Paige is going to win. Yeah. Yeah. That's we finally agree. I think this might be the first tournament. (laughs) I think so. We've ever agreed on the women, the women's side. And then I'll say Katrina second. I'm going to say Madison Walker in third. Now, again, like you said, it's a toss-up for the women all the time, right? I yeah. Mean, but Madison Walker, I'm going to have to hear what, what your reasoning is. Okay. So I'm just going to throw out a bunch of tournaments that she played this year. Yep. Las Vegas, top 10. Memorial, top 10. Throw down the mountain. It's an A tier, but she won. I don't know But who else that was wasn't there. a big field. Right. Like I'm saying, I, I, yeah. I don't know who else was there. Uh, Jonesboro in Glassblown, missed top 10 by one. San Diego, top three. Masters Cup, top five. Portland Open, top five. Beaver State Fling, top ten. Ledgestone, missed top ten by one. Great Lakes, top five. Um, and then Idlewild, just last one that we just played, third place. Yeah, so... It's like she's, she's like, Basically, there, every, every tournament... Um, every tournament that you mentioned that was a big tournament, she was top ten or almost top ten, and you just put her in third, which is why I'm like... Well, what about Evelina Solonen's tops check she, her out she at least has upside like she's she's hey, young so she. she has she yeah. madison walker has a filthy sidearm can putt evelina solonen has the distance to handle eureka temp that's which true. they don't play so they to handle sunset <laughs> hills say, is what i meant true. to say Wait, just kidding meant to say sunset hills and northwood blue i imagine still long so i don't know how evelina's gonna hold up in the woods that's where i don't know if she'll fall off or not but i don't know if she just played pick. this last time okay she didn't play this last tournament Evelina? I, yeah. I, I don't know how much she's around. played in the U.S. this year. Um, Maybe. Oh, let me look I think last year she hit. Right, you keep talking. Played. I'm going to look her up. Yeah. So I'm um, trying to read some of the other stats. Um, ba, 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 ba. I already talked about that. Oh, her name? so what I was going to say is, um, I don't know. Just That's read fine. there. I don't I know, know if I spelled really it right. I can't really get that close. Um, what I was going to bring up is page one this year, right? Ledgestone we're talking about. Yeah. I was like, what? Um, she did? <laughs> but... If we look in the past, there has been, uh, I don't want to call it drama, but basically Paige has oh, yes. pu- very publicly come out that she has a dislike for Nate Heinold. Um, and what I mean by very publicly is she threw a shot, walked off the tee, and said, I hate Nate Heinold. I don't know if there were other words mixed in there, but I'm not going to say there were or were not. She just said, I hate Nate Heinold, and you could hear it on the audio on the live stream. I think this was like a year or two ago, 2018 or 2017 at Ledgestone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that has before hindered her because if Nate Heinold does throw an OB that she doesn't like or different rules that she doesn't like, it can get in her head and slow her up. 
Whereas Katrina Allen, <laughs> Katrina Allen has never had that. Um, so many pop-ups on my phone. Katrina Allen's never had that problem before. She's never had, you know, something come up where she doesn't like Nate Heinold or gets in her head. So I just wanted to throw that out there that it could be something that that's the only hurdle I see for Paige. I think if she shows up and plays the way she's been playing, she's going to win, be a five-time world champ every other year since 2011, which is just a cool thing to have um, title-wise. So so Evelina, the only ones that she's got here is Las Vegas. She came in sixth, and then Memorial, she won. I Need she, I say more? I forgot she won Memorial this year. Yeah, uh, Las Vegas, she was, she was on lead card at least one of the rounds. Um, yeah, Memorial. I mean, Memorial is somewhat of a good tell because there is OB. They played mainly the... Um, Vista del Camino over whatever the other one is, Fountain Hills. Yeah, Fountain um, Hills. But it is, you know, there is OB. There is technical shots that you have to, and same with Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that proves Eureka Temp she'll be ready for. Um, Northwood Blue, I don't know what it's going to be. Right. One final storyline before we see if there's any questions and wrap up the show that we forgot to talk about is Ricky's somewhat injury. Oh, yeah. Of Idlewild, where he cricked his neck. Cause, cricked his neck. Sorry, that's my southern coming out. That was one thing I put in why I picked him for third. A, the Innova, you know, his switch going over doesn't seem to be doing horrible, but also not as not great, great as yeah. previously. But he did drop out of Idlewild, mainly as a precautionary measure. Yep. Make sure he didn't hurt it farther. But because he was injured, you know, he did have the neck injury. So regardless of how bad it is, that could be something we see come back in with a lot of golf leading up to Worlds and then the five rounds of the World Championships. So that's another thing to kind of keep in mind. Mm-hmm. All right, so that wrap, wraps up our Not about topic. Right, up. Um, what about, uh, are we doing like a 10-minute thing on Patreon? Yeah, so well, I figured we'd go to the board, see if there's any questions currently, and then um, we'll wrap up the show from there. I don't see, uh, I think if, Pier- when did you crack your screen? Oh, that's just the screen protector. It's been like that for months. Yeah. I think if Pierce loses, it will be because she self-destructs. I honestly, <laughs> oh, I honestly don't see Katrina outplaying herself, out, outplaying her, even though I really do like Katrina. Yeah, I would agree with that. Sure. Uh, who said that? Uh, Trevor Hill. Gotcha. Beats cool. do tend to beat herself. That's good, too. Someone said something, A-Rod, New York, Yankees jersey in 2004. I don't know what that had to do, but if you got that and you want to send it to me, I'll take it. He's probably saying someone played in it, because that was back when we were talking about oh. Nadio and uh, Nico. Okay, I was about to say, that's... Uh, and someone right. else... Wait, someone else said, wow, you guys have a lot of plastic. Oh, Jesse yeah. Davis. Oh, if you came late, this is our in-person bending behind us. And that's not everything, right? Um, no, this is our whole in-person bending. Well, I'm saying, they, can they, they see, everything? see everything? That's no, what I'm saying. About 200 discs up top in those boxes, and then a whole bottom row. Oh, that, yeah, that's um, true. And then, yeah. So this is just in-person, online. Our online store has about the other half of it. So. Is it cooler down here? I'm freezing. Yeah, it's much better. I'm freezing right much, now. My feet are, better. like, frozen. Yeah. All right, so I think that's going to wrap up yep. Grip Locked for this week. Thank you guys bow, so bow, much bow, for bow. watching us live on YouTube. We're going to be here. something new, if you're listening to us on Spotify or iTunes. Oh, you did it? You did it? I haven't done it yet, but we're doing this. This is going to be the first episode. I'm recording oh, the audio nice. separately to finally get it there. Um, other than that, we are going to be heading over to our Patreon live Q&A in about 10 minutes. So we will put it, we'll just say 9 o'clock. We'll be going 
live, probably from my phone, so that we don't mess with the Wi-Fi, you know, cutting us out as it always does. Um, we'll be going live to answer some questions for our Patreon subscribers and also talk a little bit more in detail about our video plans for Worlds to kind of give you a behind the scenes of what to expect over the next month or so of coverage. So if you are a Patreon, again, around 9 o'clock, we'll have the link and everything posted there for you guys to join in and get in the chat boards and ask us whatever the heck you feel like. Um, I feel like I was just about to say something. I thought you were about to ask a question that came up. Should I ask them? There's like four that came up. Who has the most... Consistent putt, in your opinion. I Paul. Paul. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Need more coffee. It's coming. Yeah. Uh, I want to play WR, WR Jackson. Great cool. course. Aside right. from... The, I'll keep going. Aside from the inventory, how big are your personal dicks? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> this just got... This is the past 9 o'clock version of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. I can't Personal either. disc collections. Well, I just Ooh. traded in about 75 discs for... For clubs, not too long ago, so uh, small. I traded in about sixty-five to seventy for clubs as well, but I think I still have like two to three hundred discs. Oh yeah, no, I um, don't have that many. Maybe this, like this 50? closet to the right has like two boxes, and then I have a whole closet down the down the hall from my old Prodigy allotment, which is sixty discs, and then my private collections of Innova, Discraft, Discmania. I got I got way too much plastic. I'm to flattered honest. by the shirt. I hope you mean mine. Thank you. Probably mine. Nope. I think he means mine. All right. Well, that's going to be it for this week's episode. I have to find my mouse. Here it is so that I can end it. Um, <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. If you're not already subscribed to us on YouTube, go ahead and do that. Um, as well as Instagram and Facebook. That's where you're going to find all of, you know, our upcoming things, stuff like that. Stay up to date with, like, you know, our flights and all that kind of stuff. You know, we'll be posting videos the whole time. We're going to be looking like the weird people walking around with cameras in our face during the air- at the airport. Um, as well as we are going to be... What? That's Lizzie's comments. I know. YouTube, we're live stream. What am I saying? We'll have our podcast, podcast live, live from, at, Worlds. from Worlds. So hopefully Paul's doing good because then he'll be on the podcast. Yeah, we'll hopefully. talk about it. We won't, we won't plan that. Yeah, because I mean, if he's like... It's a, his decision. Yeah, if he's I'm in like 10th place, I'm sure he's not going to want to talk yeah, to us. I'm so. not going to I'm not gonna make him play bad because he's trying to be on a podcast. So um, yeah, thanks so much and we'll see you next week. See you.